Welcome to the transition episode 74. Alex Kaprinsky, Dimitri Williams in the studio once again. Alex with Let's his go. throat clear. Alex sitting here with the the microphone precariously perched in the frame of the camera, which is beautiful angling there. Yeah, not not a great job on my part. Not a great angle, but you you still following the uh, the rule of thirds here. You got your stuff off to the side. Shenad Beiru would be very happy with this video setup. I was setup. gonna say the microphone is in the the four the side quadrant. Is that, is that what is that what you would refer to that as? But I have no yeah. idea anymore. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I completely forgot all of that, but I do know that you're supposed to be off to one side and whatever else is supposed to be to your other side. So I'm doing basically. a good job. I think you're doing all right. There we um, go. So that's the video setup for the transition. I'm just staring into the, the camera soullessly, so don't mind me. But we are back. After a slight little hiatus, we have returned. I think it was like four weeks or whatever that we didn't do an episode. Um, Alex was just in the Mars trenches trenches and i was in the trenches of i don't even know what happened <laughs> alex is shell-shocked <laughs> Honestly. Alex, alex just woke up at four weeks yeah, like... <laughs> that's a 28 days later type yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know what happened either. It was just, you know, nothing was going on in the music world. You know, it was just like, all right, we'll just take a quick month <laughs> and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. And we're back and we're <laughs> back just like that. You know, we didn't take a year hiatus this time. So that's, no. that's a plus we're getting better. Um, <laughs> and even Thanks. now we still actually don't have a lot of music stuff to uh, discuss, but I think the main reason I wanted to make sure I rec we recorded uh, this week was this whole Astroworld situation, which is insane. Um, I think it's, and it's, you know, you know, things are getting big um, in like a certain smaller niche area when it makes like mainstream news. That shit was on CNN. <laughs> yeah, it was on CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, all of that. You know, like the day-to-day the -day things that happen in the rap community, you know, oh, this rapper got arrested or, you know, this person got every caught day. with this, this gun. Yeah, which that's every day water under the bridge stuff nobody cares about that that, that gets covered by like you know hip-hop dxd or some room. shit yeah the shade room kind of tackles that type of stuff like they they just do what they got to do DXD, yeah <laughs> like they they take um, <laughs> yeah hey yeah hey, you if you know you know um but that's like that's the type of people that cover that type of stuff but when you make it all the way to cnn and all those other major news networks you know this this had to go crazy and it was. So at the Astroworld concert, I think maybe now, probably a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, it was what, – what was what was going on? It was like a, a mosh pit that, like, went too far, and people just, like, got crushed, apparently. It wasn't I was thinking one. It was, like, an entire, like, stampede that was just – I was thinking it was, like, not oh. Not space. At the, when I initially saw nine people die at the concert, I was like, oh, shit, it was a shooting. Like, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, wow, we've gotten to that point where it's like concerts aren't even safe. I mean, then again, we've had shooting at movie theaters, uh, elementary school. So I guess I, uh, that shouldn't even be crazy at this point. But I was like, that's that's terrible. Well, um, and it wasn't like it was like it was literally self-generated, basically, um, that. You know, we don't know who killed who, obviously, but it's the people of the crowd killed other people of the crowd. Like, that's what happened. Mob. <laughs> and from I've never been to a concert, let alone an Astroworld concert, which I'm sure is like 
ridiculous, you know, because I, I, I think Travis Scott is known to be like pretty good in live performance. I feel like that's one of his like main kind of claims. to I fame. have seen Travis once live at Made in America. And what did you think of him? It was rowdy, to say the least. It, it was indeed rowdy. So that's kind of his thing. Um, and and Travis's music is like very, I guess, inciting. I don't want to say inciting because that sounds like I'm trying to blame him. But it, um, it, it, it has a lot of energy to it. Like we're not listening to an Ed Sheeran like concert, right, where everybody has their phones out and they're like, you know, swaying from side to side. I like, like people that. are like people are getting a little a little rowdy as you were saying it's like going to like a little uzi concert like a future concert like he's one of those type of artists he's in that lane um and it's just crazy that it actually evolved to this so my first question to you is Ooh. <laughs> also let me let me set up in my let me set let up me, in my this is a cross-examination that's going on right now this. yeah <laughs> alex none of this resident, is legal opinion i was gonna say please please put disclaimer out there but uh alex is our resident uh legal advisor for the transition podcast no i am not <laughs> yes you are um so anything that is said by alex kaprinsky you can take it as bond um and you know if you want to go ahead and sue him afterwards feel free to do so i'm just kidding of course but oh my god <laughs> alex's career is on the line right now um so first things i have to imagine so have you ever been uh, or i have to ask have you ever been in a situation where the the crowd has started to like upheave basically like what is that like paint the picture for me because like i said i've never been to a concert well you can't really like stop it right like you're right it's like you're locked it's too loud kind of, it's too loud you too tight you're, you're in this confined space right so you're in yeah. these between these different barriers and depending on where you are and depending on who's moving forward and how many people are moving forward there's not really that much space that you can go we were fortunate because the ben franklin parkway i think was actually a little bit more kind of ben franklin open, park was huge yeah. i would say than probably what was going on there i mean it was still there were times i saw the amigos there and then travis was probably the second one that was just nuts but that stuff it was just like a wave of people but i will say too people were actually pretty good about like self uh i don't even know what the word would be but like just kind of keeping yourself separate like separated from people or people would just kind of like personal space check other people if it was getting too out of hand okay got you so if if anything was getting if people were pushing too much if people on the front rail were getting just like basically pushed up against the rail to the point where they couldn't breathe people would turn around jesus oh my goodness (laughs) yeah well where do you go right like you're getting pushed from behind your chest is getting compressed against like this front rail that's between you and the stage or the side rail that's kind of like blocking you from going to another direction but yeah every time i was there people were certain people would just get very pissed and it would just like kind of settle everybody down because nobody Mm. wants that nobody wants that to like well think nobody would want that you wouldn't think so like i don't know i i i don't know i guess it's like a lack of awareness at a certain point but like i I haven't seen any video footage but i'm trying to paint my mind's eye like okay oh have you seen video there was some twitter footage that was nuts What, what, what was it like describe it for me like it's just like people on the floor and other people like walking over them because that's the only way people could have died right like people got trampled 
that I think people like just couldn't breathe and basically like yeah. had heart attacks, like that kind of stuff. I True. don't know for sure, but that's kind of I haven't read enough. I probably should have read. I read eight people died, and like that was kind of the end of my. Uh, I, I was reading through it when it first broke, but the story has obviously developed since then, and I haven't yeah. necessarily read through that. But you are right with the the like, what would you say, asphyxi- asphyxiation? asphyxiation? Yeah, like I guess that. would be the yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm thinking like Astroworld crap ton of smoke crap ton of like all types of stuff like that's not the best air to be breathing in the first place and if so many people are just squeezed on like even even if you think about like back in the days where you're in like middle school or high school and you would have like an assembly you'd be just breathing on each other for like the best part of two hours like when you got out of there and finally got into like an open space you're like (sighs) finally like you know you get like that nice boost of fresh air so i can only imagine this concert was like many levels more constricting and dangerous than that was like our concert's just a bad idea overall. Like this sounds like it could go very badly, well, very easily. Bad when they're a money grab, right? And Live Nation, and once again, not a legal opinion or anything, but deserves to get the pants sued off of them for kind of allowing, because they designed the venue, right? So they True. they allow the ticket flow to come through. They're kind of the gatekeeper for what goes on. They should be adequately staffing EMTs. They should be adequately having more than two water stations at the concert, making wow. sure security is prepared, ready to deal with what they have to deal with, not allowing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to run through the turnstiles that didn't even buy tickets just because they could overwhelm the security at the show. I think There's, Travis was the one who encouraged them to do that, no? Probably he's done it before. I don't think this, I was, in this I, case he did. But I mean, if you have enough people running through, it's like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do? I, I think he. <clears throat> I, I did see this. Also, not you know verified <laughs> information, but I'm fairly sure that I did see something along like along the lines of Travis did tell his fans like, hey, if you can't get into the concert, just like cop the turnstile anyway. Just like yeah. get in by so, no means necessary. That's nuts. So it's like yeah. that's not good. <laughs> why would you? I don't understand why you would tell someone to do that. Like that, that can only go. Ne- You're not even getting revenue for those people. Like, why would you even do that? He doesn't <laughs> think. Like, that was yeah. That was stupid. That that was just a, a stupid thing to say. I don't think there's a whole lot of thought behind a lot of the stuff that Travis Scott does. But yeah, that's like he, he's oh. not strategic. He he's not strategically. He's just pulling up and the the risk management that needs to go on at a Fair concert. Enough. Fair enough. He's just pulling up and doing his thing, I guess. He's just the talent. Yeah. But and he lets everybody else handle those things. But I just Yeah, I guess it's just bad planning. But it's like how did bad planning get I mean, yeah, I guess it could happen. They're Stuff lucky happens, but not it it's shocking that worse stuff has not happened at shows. You're right, it's, honestly. You're right. You you really are correct. It is shocking between the lack of security and there's so many people in such a like tightly enclosed space. It's honestly a miracle. During a pandemic too. So you already yeah. know there was some, some foul stuff probably going on around there because I'm, I, I, I'm not sure vaccine status was one of the things that you had to verify to get a ticket, but I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for the people who were just it's, hopping the turnstiles and overwhelming it's, security. It's insane. During my internship, we did like a risk analysis on the GovBall. And it's like these type of venues – they're like an absolute nightmare to Mm -hmm. to try and to try and like secure basically i it's it's almost in my like it's almost impossible there's just too many places there's too many like entrances that you can get in it's not like 
buttoned up incredibly well at any of these places. So it's there's just a whole lot that can go wrong very, very, very quickly if you have one person that's just it, it it's kinda of, it's kind of frightening actually if you really think it about is, it. It is it is pretty scary, huh? Yeah. But it's and it's not that like like large venues happen and they're risky. Like sporting events. Sporting events can be fairly yeah, risky but as there's well. Some sort but... of like control going yes, in and out. Yes. Like I went to Yankee St- like I was at Yankee Stadium about a month ago and it's like <laughs> it is not e- like there's a line to get in, there's a structured way to go about it. Everybody goes through the metal An detector. An assigned seat. <laughs> it's a, there's an assigned seat. Everybody goes through the metal detector. It's like there's just a, like a more structured way to go about things. I it's was going to say I feel like concerts, especially for artists like Travis and, you know, people, I I hate to say this, but like people who somewhat are inciting, I guess, in their kind of like their performances, like they want people to get into it in a positive way. I doubt they want people to like get trampled to death. Right. But they do want people to be a little wild, I would say. And they do encourage that with their performances. So like in those instances, I, I, I guess you're kind of asking for it to a certain degree, but like. There, maybe this bridge is like a larger question. It's like there are better way to do concerts. Like, it, like imagine you're at a like you're you're going to a Travis Scott state uh, a Travis Scott event, but instead of it being just like a wide open space and a big stage, and that's just kind of it, like so simplistic. Maybe you're doing it at like a basketball arena that's just been converted to a stage, and everyone's sitting in a seat and doing that. Like that seems like a smarter way to do it. Like no. <laughs> if you don't sell as many tickets, you're not going to have the problem. Like, if you actually control True. the flow of people coming into these places and have some sort of, like, protocol in place. True. It <laughs> seems True. like it was not there, or at least no protocol. broke very, very quickly. It's it's one of those things. Like, there's just too many people. Like, and there's not enough security and, like, EMTs and staff to deal with it. No so, one, basically. Yeah, if you throw that many people and don't have the resources to deal with it, it's like, I don't know how that actually hasn't happened sooner. <laughs> well, well, it has to go through so many layers of like Houston, Houston police, the venue. Like, there's a lot of layers yeah. So I of, guess, I guess a lot of people other than just Live Nation are to be blamed for this, right? Well, it's Live Nation's thing, so they should get yeah. the kind of you're the organizer, I guess. It. Yeah. So fair enough. And they told him to shut the show down, like 39 – what was the number? It was like, like 30 minutes, 39 minutes. 39 minutes before they declared – and somehow like, – I don't understand how that keeps happening either. Like, but And I guess this is a thing. Like if this did start to get extreme – so, okay, let's look at it from that perspective too. I'm glad you brought that up. So someone clearly was realized that things were going wrong and like, okay, the crowd's getting too riled up. People are getting hurt, whatever. And 39 minutes is a long time, basically. Call it, you know, three quarters of an hour, essentially, for this to be going on. I I don't understand how – because the performers have an earpiece in, I believe, or they should have earpieces in to, like, hear their own music or that type of stuff and to kind of keep on with everything. So I'm I'm assuming that they can contact them through that as well, or someone can just run onto the stage and be like, "Hey, Travis, shut up!" Basically, somebody from Live Nation should have shut that shit down. Yeah, I I think before it happened, I I think it should be way easier to shut down a concert than what they're making it seem. I guess like someone should just be able to hit like ten buttons, and it's just like everything just turns off. You walk (laughs) on the stage and you tell them to leave. Yeah. Damn, I, I guess it was just a lot of failures at um at many different junctures 
which is it's like a perfect storm and it it, it happened to i want to say like <laughs> it happened to one of the worst artists but like in terms of people who would get a crowd to that type of point that that would happen it's like he is kind of in that <laughs> in that grouping like it he's it really was the perfect storm he's been arrested for inciting a riot at a show before has he Yikes. He's going to be in trouble because this is now a pattern of basically negligent behavior. It's right. He's going to get sued. They're going to settle, but he's there's, he's going to be in trouble. How much do you think he's going to get sued for? Like, how much do you think he's going to lose out on this? A couple million? Yeah. I would think at least nine people dead. Yeah, that's a few least. families that you're going to have to, like, settle with, plus a bunch of people who have injuries. But yeah. Hundreds. And I assume he's going to be banned from probably performing for a while, forever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure how this, like, and this is the other thing I was wondering, like, how does this get, <laughs> how does this get dealt with? Like, where do we go from here? But I, I saw one lawyer talking about it. Granted, he was on social media because he, so he could just not be a lawyer. But I saw this one guy talking about it. Nice. <laughs> he just put Esquire in his bio. And I'm like, ah, you could be a lawyer. You could just be a guy with a suit on. JD, um, that's fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> JD and Associates. Um, but he was basically saying, you know, like this is basically what you're saying. He's like, this is not going to just go away like quietly into the night. Like he's going to have a lot of ramifications from this. And I'm like, yeah, but we kind of live in the country of like, you know, slaps on the wrist sometimes for people who have money. So I'm very interested to see like how this actually goes in terms of like what, you know, precautions get taken for the future as well as what travis has to uh pay for i guess whether it's like monetarily or just with like his career um unfortunate though very very unfortunate so now getting into i guess now that we cover the nuts and bolts of like the situation how like in in terms of your comfort level of going to concerts does this deter you from going to a concert now i wouldn't know but i would never go to something where the average age is between like 17 and 23 and it's a massive festival setting i'm mm. done with that i'm retiring from like that stuff that's like made in america type stuff yeah. is what you mean yeah any any artist with like a super young <laughs> i'm just kind of done with that so basically all trap artists basically <laughs> rap artists for the most part yeah i mean i guess you can get like some older hip-hop type performances which are a little bit more mellow or maybe more to, intimate venues. Yeah, like I, I, I'd go to like an Earth Gang show. Exa right, exactly. Yeah. Pull up at the, where'd you say they play it? The Fillmore or whatever? I think you said they were at one point. The Foundry, so right next Foundry. to Fillmore. I'd go see Kendrick at the, like, at the Verizon Center or something like that. Like mm. that, like which I, I've done before. Like that wasn't bad. I saw Cole at a, uh, at arena in Baltimore like that that like I, those artists I think I'll be a little bit more comfortable going to I feel like they kind of take this more seriously sophisticated crowd <laughs> yeah you know people are just in there you know they're nodding their head in agreement you know they're singing yeah. along to the song they're not like you know flailing their arms and tackling yeah, people I, I just don't need that like I don't really you don't need I the never, mosh pit scene anymore I've never really understood that. Even when I went, I didn't understand. I went. Like, <laughs> Alex is in the crowd. Like, what the? What hell is going this? on? Yeah, no, it sucked. Like, I would. Yeah, like that was the worst part of the shows, having to deal with these like idiots. But, yeah. What's the like the worst one you went to? You think in terms of that type of stuff? Migos. Migos. Yeah, that that shouldn't be surprising. That was insane. Even I think I think you know. 
I feel like I would have more faith in the Migos than Travis Scott, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like... Oh, I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not sure why, but I feel like I would feel safer at a Migos concert than a Travis Scott concert. Yeah, Travis was... Like, Travis is, like, in that trippy red kind of category for me. Where I'm not going to a trippy red show. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, far enough from the center of the stage that I was kind of away from. I was off mm. to the side, so it wasn't as as nuts as if we were kind of, like, towards the middle. I was going to say, I think the middle front is, like, the worst place to be in, a, in like, an instance of something like this. Because I feel like everyone's pushing forward, and you're just screwed, basically. So we we were on the front rail, too, which is where I always like to be. Because if you need to get out, you You can can just hop the the thing. Flip over that thing, and you're out. Yeah, right. I don't like being in the middle of them. Like, and I've never done that. To get free, you have to claw through a bunch of people. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a great point. Every time we've been to Made in America, we're either on a side rail or a middle rail. The only time we've been in the middle of it was when we saw Jay-Z, but it was Jay-Z. So it's like... Yeah. (laughs) What Jay-Z song is going to incite a crowd? People aren't going... (laughs) Yeah. People are not going insane. So... Yeah. That was always our strategy. That's smart. That's a good good point. I never thought about it like that. Man. Yeah. Being in the middle of a, a crowd of thousands of people could be really dangerous Not and ideal. just just getting like someone could easily just like stab you and, and get away <laughs> like i don't know it's, and you'd never find like, them again you'd, you'd never find them it's just like they just disappear into the crowd and it's over oh man okay wow so Alex is done with the, the mosh pit concerts. I was never really a concert person in the first place. I'm not a live performance type of guy, I don't think. Like, I feel like the experiences are so great, like, on TVs. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Um, I remember one of my coworkers was offering me tickets to, like, a Sixers game. And I was like, but it's kind of better at home, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, more of an experiential thing. I went but. to a Knicks game the other week for the first time. That was pretty fun. And the Knicks are good right now, too, so you, yeah. you chose a good time to go. How was it, actually? Chris Rock was there. It was good. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Did you say hi? No. no, they got smacked by the Raptors. Really? Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Van Fleet, man. Fred Van Vliet, Wichita State's finest. Tough looks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be going to any live events soon. It's definitely sour. I think this is definitely going to uh, sour some people on um, – live hip-hop performances live music performances for a little bit especially winters well winter's coming up in in some places of the world <laughs> in my place of the world in the east winter coast is coming winter is coming so maybe like events are kind of going to slow down in general and we'll see i guess how it um how it how it, it proceeds from there but really a sad story i couldn't believe when i was reading this i was like wow this is this is actually happening right now <laughs> this is awful um so doesn't doesn't make me feel good whatsoever. But um, to Travis Scott, you know, it seems like he expressed expressed some sympathy. But it's like, you know, in today's era, it's like his publicist probably wrote that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not sure how genuine it is. I would much prefer it if he came out with like a video statement of him like talking about the incident or, you know, something like that. But I'm sure his lawyers are advising him to not do anything right now. Just be just shut up. Don't breathe. Uh, don't breathe. Literally. Um so, you know, I guess that's still open-ended. But, yeah, if this story goes any further, we get more information. I would like to, to keep talking about this one because this is one of the crazier kind of hip-hop stories I think we've even talked about since we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty ridiculous. All right. So now that we got the, uh, you know, homicidal portion of the, the transition podcast 
<laughs> transition podcast over with. Um, anything else that you wanted to chat through on this uh, on this lovely episode seventy four? What you been mm. up to, Alex? How's life been treating you in these mm. past four weeks? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just living. I'm trying to think what I've done. Um... <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions to ask Alex because you just see him trying to the gears turning in his head, trying to remember each day. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what I do half the time. <laughs> You just do. I feel that. I though. just I, I I feel what you're saying. Kind of like. It's not kind of weird that we. Oh, actually, I have a. Once you're done talking about this, I have a topic for you. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what I do. So you're gonna have to throw one at me, the ether. <laughs> I don't know what I do. Well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I um, one thing I want to get your take on. Yeah. <laughs> you do Marsh exactly. One thing I want to get your take. I was reading this book recently. Um, oh. I think it's. Yeah, I read books. Sophisticated. Let's go. <laughs> um, but it's called Ten Percent. Yeah, right. sit up and put the glasses on, get the monocle out. You know, get the little pipe with the the tobacco you just push in. I'm ready. Um, I was reading a book the other day um, in my reading chair, as I do, and it's I think nice. it's called Ten Percent Happier or something like that. Ten percent uh, more happiness. It's it. It was recommended by uh, an artist I really enjoy, but the book is uh, by this guy called Dan Harris. I'm not finished it right. Uh, not finished it yet, but the main character. It's a it's a nonfiction book, but the the guy uh. who's um, writing it is the main character and he kind of reminds me of you actually like in terms of his approach and the way he kind of talks about things so i was like all oh. right let me see i need to get alex's opinion on some stuff so one thing if, he was tackling was yeah. the um which is i've kind of started experimenting with it more and i was kind of starting to to think about like the world we live in now and i was like oh crap this is like a whole area we never talked about in the podcast but it would be dope to discuss so what do you think about like all the <laughs> You know something's you know something's coming. What do you think about like the the self help industry like of the internet and of literature? So to 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 explain like those people who are just like you know uh, think and grow rich or you know ten ways to to increase Bro, passive income. Getting, the four we're, hour we're, work we're getting, week. We're getting back to the crypto people again. Like we're getting <laughs> back to the forex. Listen, they are they oh. are very much in the same. Yo. <laughs> All roads same. leave to the forex scammers. All of them do. No All what. roads start. Bro, those are the those the are the forex. worst people on the face of the planet. I kn- I knew you would hate them. <laughs> Dude, I ha- I hate them. I hate them so much. I hate people that like that like are fake deep. That 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 that, that pry on the dreams on the American dream to like yeah. scam people out of happiness. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. I hate that. <laughs> it's they, it's they, pretty they, terrible. They, yeah, they go after people's like basic vulnerabilities and then mm-hmm. end up burying them. Those people suck. And the guy was talking like he's he was a journalist or is a journalist, I'm not sure. Um and he was kind of trying to tackle this from like a just real just curiosity type of perspective. So he's exploring different religions, he's exploring like all these different schools of thought in terms of how to make your life better and doing all these things. And he's as he's going along, he's kind of like exposing these people to a certain degree. He's like, "Oh yeah, my research I found you know, this guy who was peddling uh, magic beans. Good yeah, actually, yes. This guy who was peddling like all this magic kind of like We're substance to help page. you. <laughs> uh, what, what you. I think it was to help you lose weight or to be happier oh, or yeah. something. Um, 
turns out <laughs> this guy i think he took people on like i think it was like a sweat retreat or something like you you sit in a very hot room and you get in touch with your inner self basically what it is you get high from being in a hot room for too long which is just basic you know that just happens like that's human right. <laughs> that's just that's a human response <clears throat> like if you're in a hot room for too long you start to kind of get dizzy and hallucinate and all that type of stuff can happen um, but you know, he kind of pitched it more as like a spiritual awakening journey of that course. you're going to get in touch with your real self. Two people died. Um, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he was taken away and then they, I think they raided his hotel room and you know, people were always saying like, how is he in such good shape? How does he do all this stuff? And he, you know, was telling about all these crazy diets and whatnot. And then turns out, you know, in the end he was just taking steroids. So it's mm. like, it's like him kind of tackling people of that ilk to a certain degree. Um, it's really interesting. Great book, honestly, so far. Um, but I'm thinking of all the people that you see on social media. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the people you see you on social I media. I, <laughs> you know, they're, the, they're like the astrological sign people who are just like, you know, my <laughs> the crystal people. The crystal people, there's that community as well. You know, they're 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 doing their thing, and they, through a collective kind of you know approach to these different types of uh, these different types of uh, way of life, they they kind of think that they're improving themselves. So the, my overall question is, how much stock do you put into this type of stuff, and and what have your interactions been with Bro, people of this you mindset? You know how much stock I put into that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So you, so you know, you're not reading the four hour work week, is what you're saying? Mm, no. No. Uh, if you have okay, <laughs> get close to the mic. I need I need this. I need All the right. detail. All right, talk me through. Talk me through what you mean here. Okay. So and I what I've realized is a there's before a few I different brands of the yeah <laughs> there's a few different before Alex gets himself canceled there's a few different kind of spectrums <laughs> to this stuff exactly. some of them I some of them I can see if you're coming okay. from it from like a you know basic like uh, I won't say common sense but kind of like a common sense perspective of hey if you do these certain things maybe your life will improve okay right. fair enough. Then there's the other school who's kind of like pseudo religion. You know, they, they kind of take teachings from, you know, maybe Buddhism, Christianity, you know, whatever, um, Islam, and, you know, kind of morph that into like a way of being, basically. So it's not fully in the religion, but it's kind of, you know, picking things here and there. And that's how they kind of get people to follow them because they kind of turn into their own kind of mini religion. Think of like a Deepak Chopra or someone like that. Um, who, mm. you know, built his whole kind of essence off of getting people to believe what he's saying. You know what I right. mean? Right. Um, so there's that spirit. But there's like the astrological sign people. There's the crystal people who are over there doing their own things. Um, those people are fine, in my opinion. You know, they're okay. They just, you know, they just believe in that type of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, there's a few other kind of offshoots of this. So of what those spectrums... <laughs> What do the crystal people believe in? So the crystal people, from what I know, my old, <laughs> I call them crystal people. <laughs> from what I know, because I've met a few of them. My old manager used oh. to be a crystal person. Oh. Enlighten me. Was, yeah, so they're kind of like, you know, <laughs> stop. You can't laugh at them if you're trying to talk to them. <laughs> These people are. All right, go. Um, so they're front, kind of of the, the belief system. <laughs> 
they're of the belief system that if you have certain crystals, certain crystals come with certain <laughs> properties and certain properties, if you kind of keep them on your person, you'll attract that type of energy. You'll attract that type of results in your life. So if you have a energy crystal or a, you know, peace crystal or a listen, Jesus listen, man, this, this is what they this is what they believe. Um, you know, that you're going to have those kind of effects on your life. So they're very much into crystals, uh, stones, you know, and they kind of look into the stones. historical nature of these these different types of materials and throughout history, what they've meant to people. Um, and they kind of bring that into the modern day. So more or less, that's that's the crystal people community. Um, I got so, selling magic beans, bro. <laughs> and it, it's like I always used to make fun of them because I like the ones that I knew because I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is ridiculous. Do you not make fun um, of them anymore? Oh, no, I still do. Like, if they're my friends, I will. But if they're random people, I don't want to, like, you know. Offend, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to offend them. But if there's someone I know, I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess with you. I'm sorry. I feel That's like, just I, the type I, of person I, I am. Yeah, I feel like we're in a pretty good position to mess with the crystal people, though. Like, we have some good ammunition at this point, even if they're random. The crystal people are they're, – they're borderline kind of the most far-out ones. Because it's like, come on, you guys got to give me more evidence. That is the very magic beans type of uh, – Yeah. That is magic bean territory. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're not messing with that one. What about the astrological that's sign people? That's unbelievable. I mean, that's just like, also, that's almost like the you're you're damn near the crystal people. <laughs> the astrological people. You're one degree of separation off from the rock people. <laughs> you are almost a crystal. Honestly, I think the crystal people and the astrological people like run together. Like I feel they like they definitely friends. do. No, they one hundred percent. There's got to be overlap in those groups. So you're not going what I've realized with this type of stuff. And I hate I, I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, but I, I feel like it's true from what I've realized. I feel like people who are in tough situations, what I've seen in my personal experience, people who are in tough situations are kind of finding something to get them out of that tough situation. And they they, you know, kind of sometimes dive headlong into something just you know, to support and, themselves and i and think I, that's everybody i think everybody does that to a certain degree and i agree with you i'm not trying to insult because like you said if you, everybody wants to find some sort of community right Absolutely. and even if and even Absolutely. if it's a community of magic beans it's at least it's a community it's not magic beans it's crystals <laughs> it's basically magic be- it, but you know what i mean without yes, like yes. everybody's tries to like whether it be everybody tries to find their thing or yeah, exactly something. yeah it's there's right. always some sort of now the question is like, I mean, it doesn't really hurt, right? So it's not like, I don't know, like not it's not anybody. like, yeah. So I, I just whether I may not get it, but you know, like. So if I, I say that you're you're Cancer rising sun, that means nothing to you. Yeah, but you know what? Like your group's not really doing anything. Like I'll, I, absolutely not. Yeah, so I I have no beef. It's just like, if you legitimately believe that mm. that's a thing, Not I still kind of, have. Oh, this is like my thing for the next week, and then I kind of move on to something like, else. Like, like I still have no beef, but at the same time, it's. <laughs> I was I, like, I don't have beef, but I still don't mess with you. <laughs> like, if you think rocks genuinely have any sort of, I need to get I need to get someone on that um that kind of believes in this stuff and have you guys talk to each other. That would be actually very entertaining. <laughs> I I don't even know what I would say. Like, if you're so deeply entrenched within the belief that rocks have some sort of impact on your actual life, mm. I don't really know where to go. <laughs> 
I don't really know where to go, he said. Like, I don't even oh, know where to Oh, my start. goodness. <laughs> I don't know. The t- Honest, like, okay, all jokes aside. Uh, yeah, jokes, no. Sorry. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I, I keep burying the crystal. Like, I don't want to bury <laughs> anybody. I, I think this is going to be the podcast that finally gets us canceled. <laughs> By the but what is there community. To, I don't I don't know what there is to cancel though. Like you believe rocks have some tangible impact on like and they attract so, I, I, I Law of attraction, bro. Like so, yeah, but so, like I don't even know. Like just it doesn't make any sense. So, like I don't even think there's room to cancel us. <laughs> like like that's like that's like that's like arguing against flat earth people saying the earth is round. Oh my oh my god, I forgot about the flat earth people. They're a whole that's nother I, sphere that's of That's what I of, mean. It's of like, person. Yeah, they're maybe tough. The, they are yeah. battle hardened. They've been arguing this since the moon landing. So you yeah. know they they don't care. <laughs> yeah, the Kyrie Irvings? Yeah, no, they <laughs> I They agree. will go to to war about this uh, flat earth. That's what earth. I mean. That's, I'll get that's worse than the crystal people. Oh opinion. yeah, I'll get canceled by the flat Earth people. I have I no problem. I don't. With I don't that. care about them. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't care about that. Um, the crystal people too. I care about the crystal people. And I do, honestly, no, no, I do too. But no, you don't. No, you don't. Get out of here. <laughs> You're not welcome on the bus anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the crystal bus. Um, I, I I I respect everybody's belief system. Okay, as long as you do that at the core, but you are gonna giggle at them sometimes if they tell you. something. Yeah, you I mean you have to. Like you can't not. Got to get a giggle in there. I mean, you know what? Some people would consider probably the existence of God as ridiculous as the that's existence true. of some, some magic rock having some impact on your and life. So you know, that's that's the interesting thing because I think the guy writing this book, I don't think he's really religious in any way or other. So he looks at everything through a critical lens. And me, being a Christian person, I was like, oh. Well, how dare you, Mr. Harris? But for I someone, take offense, yeah. I take offense. But and then it kind of made me think of like, oh, so that's how all of these other communities feel when they strongly believe in something. And then I come over here and I'm just like, man, what the hell are you talking about? So it's like when I when I think of it from that perspective, when you have your own beliefs kind of scrutinized, it gives you a little bit more, um, I guess, understanding into how other people may Completely. feel. When, when I had that, I was like, OK, you can believe whatever the heck you want, you know. Um, I'll, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'll, I'll, I don't know. Like I'm okay with it. Whether I like, un, I don't want to say believe in that or not. You're, yeah. you'll respect it to a to degree. an extent, <laughs> to an extent. Okay. So let's, as a final rundown, let's go through this. So crystal people, you that's a no, right? You're not, I you just don't, don't really under, I would have to have somebody walk me through what exactly. Maybe, maybe I'm not doing a good job to walk you through it. Someone maybe could explain it better, but. In a nutshell, I think I I got it for the most part. (laughs) And what are your thoughts? Um, I think that one's a little bit tough. That one's that one's tough. (laughs) Alex is just like, oh no, we've lost another good man to the crystal (laughs) to the crystal folk. No, I community is taking another one. (laughs) Can you imagine if I just pulled out like a quartz? Like, oh yeah, you know, I just like to keep this on me. I think Alex would just leave the the chat (laughs) immediately. He's like, I can't do this podcast anymore. No, I don't subscribe to the. to the to the crystal people but then i what i was thinking about what about yeah. other people who like to keep like lucky charms or mementos on them from like family members and stuff like that it's basically that's kind of one-to-one the same thing they feel like it has an effect on their life do you do you that know? i don't personally but i know a lot of people that do this this was my grandfather's you know like watch this was that's like my some, mother's like, ring personal con- i feel like that's to kind of connect to the person more than like anything else you the know rock. what i mean like that's to like have some sort of like 
actual connection to some sort of like person that's close to you. Like the rock, I don't know what that symbolizes. Yeah, okay. I th- I think those things are I not get it, too though. dissimilar. You see no, what I'm saying? No, I, I think we're, we're a couple of degrees of separation from a little each other, bit. though. Because if I'm carrying, walking around with some random quartz that I picked up on the side of the road, like that's different than my, work like that. than my grandfather's pocket watch. You know what I mean? Okay, fair enough. Okay, so what do you think about... Interesting. So- interesting. I would love, and not to cut you off, but I would, yeah, no, really no, no. Lo- I would love to hear somebody walk me through. Yeah, dude, like- I'm telling you, it's interesting, at least, to listen to. Um, yeah. I laughed at it, but I did listen to it. Um, people, okay. people have, yeah, people justify their belief systems, like, A, they'll, they'll, they'll die on the hill for them, but B, they'll justify them, like... They'll find with, a way with very intelligent arguments sometimes. <laughs> so Some, when you listen to it, and you're like, I what I've realized with things, you can convince most people of things if they go along with your premises. So if you can make the premises, the premises, I think I'm saying that right, yeah. wide enough to catch like a swath of people, like, oh, you believe in what, what's a good premise to start off on? You believe that you're able to have an effect on your life, right? Oh yeah, of course I believe that. Oh, okay. Well, if you believe that, then maybe you believe this, and then maybe you believe this, and then you just kind of keep going down that rabbit hole and before the they... onion unfolds. Yeah. And then the onion unfolds. I think that's how kind of a lot of these things work. But so the crystal people were kind of, you know, iffy on. What do you? Th- and you said the astrological yeah. people, you're not really checking for that one either. Personally, I think those people are fine. Um, I, I, oh, I, I have no, I have no problem with them. It's just like I just to think what you believe in is like completely wrong. I just I don't know. I haven't had that much of an effect on that in my own personal life, I don't think, to uh I don't say even it. like Sometimes yeah. it's right though. Sometimes they, they are spot on and I'm like, okay, this is kinda this is kinda yeah, weird. It's just dumb luck though. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, ever the uh ever the realist. <laughs> okay, I mean, what do you what do you think about the and this is kinda like the Forex people basically. These are the people who are like you know, um, I'm reading three books this week, uh, you know, how to raise my net worth, think and grow rich. And, you know, this this latest book from Tim Ferriss. <laughs> and I, I plan on starting my my company next week and X, Y, that, those type of people. The, uh, I respect the crystal people and the astrological people more than I respect those people. Really? Wow. You really don't like those people, huh? Because those people, I think have they're kind of like, condescending. They're condescending and they have like ulterior motives, I think, a lot of the time, too. Fair it's enough. like actually kind of like dangerous and uh, they legitimately try to take advantage of people, I think, sometimes. I think a lot of these kind of communities do, to be honest. When you get to like yeah. the very top people, it's just like, oh, it's, it's like a, a person who wants to just sell more yeah. books or products or whatever. I mean. And it's the, like, yeah, the astrological people and the rock people aren't out here like genuinely messing with people's lives. So it's look like, at I that. have. Yeah, like I have no issue with you. Whether your belief system makes any sense or not is another story, but at least you're not like trying to have some sort of negative impact on somebody. Yeah. And, you know, I think you notice that with other communities of like they get people hooked on something and then abandon them. Like one of the examples in this book that I thought was really interesting was when the guy was talking to uh, this individual who had really subscribed to all these teachings and who had really, he, he, put his life out like he spent a lot of money on all these books and going on these retreats and everything trying to get more spiritually spiritually connected and you know revolutionize his life through that and then he walks into the guy's house the 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 interviewer the the journalist rather yeah um and he sees like all these bills like electric bills and you know like you know utilities and things like that and he's like have you paid these and he's like no you know 
since I've been spending all this money on the spiritual stuff, I haven't had enough money to just cover all my other living expenses. So I've just been, you know, really trying to focus my energy towards those bills that they would get, um, they would get paid and somehow things would work out. I've met people like that too. And that, that bothers me. That bothers me personally because, and not in terms of like the person themselves, but just like, Mm. like the situation that they got put in because of believing in this thing. And it's just like, ah, that, that kind of, that kind of grinds my gears a little bit, honestly. Not sure how you feel about that type of situation, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. (laughs) Cause it's like real life consequences. Like you were saying, you know, making someone homeless because you want them to buy your your herbal tea or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's insane and that's, to me. That's actually the last community that we can tackle. Um, the the kind of like herbal life, natural the pollution people. <laughs> kind of, you know, the people who are like kind of um, <laughs> pitching like home remedies or different types of like natural um you know solutions to maybe like back pain or like headaches and things like that and they're like oh try my x y and z product and it'll it'll rid you of all your your ailments those people i I hate as well (laughs) i don't know like i go back to the same i'm very like consistent (laughs) yeah like if it's not like scientifically Scientifically provable (laughs) i have a very hard time with that it's what i mean like I I'm very skeptical too. If it doesn't have any like backing in reality, like I have a hard time believing that it's a thing. Okay, if that makes sense, enough. which which also might sound condescending. So which probably does bit. sound condescending, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I see what you're saying though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not all to right. trod on people's. Uh, Alex just taking a a dump on all the communities. I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, it's, I feel like, but they like, they pry on people that are like desperate, apparently kind of alone. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And that's all of these, I think, have one Mm -hmm. common denominator, right? And you can believe in any insane and anything insane if you can kind of like feel like you're going to get out of this sense of like loneliness and desperation. I feel like that's one of those just like basic. You're looking for something. Yeah, and that's one of those, I feel like that's what people are the most fearful of, right? Kind of dying alone and not having a tribe, basically. And Correct. that's the mentality Correct. of everybody. Every, we're very, very tribal species, right? We it's both, like a we, sense of belonging. Yeah, and we all look for that all the time. And people right. take advantage of that all the time, which is why I'm skeptical, which I think is why you should be a little bit condescending and skeptical of these things. Because for the most people part, know that, and then they... They try to take advantage of it, which is why it's like, yeah, I may sound like an asshole, but at the same time, it's like, if you don't like kind of have that skepticism, I think you're going to get taken advantage of and it's going to happen, especially if you're in that position too. I feel like when you're in that just like vulnerable position, you will go for anything to make you feel some kind of very true sense of community. So it's like, I think you just always have to be skeptical of these things, which like I said, sounds not like great, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of belief systems are like that though. And it's not just subject to like that kind of stuff. Um, not just the crystal people, We're different not just reli- on you guys. Oh my God. No different religion. There is all kinds of stuff that has zero grounding in reality that is used to basically weaponize people and take advantage of them. So yeah, <laughs> not limited to the crystal people. <laughs> I like that. Let's end it right there. That was that was that was a good way to sum it up. 
Um, so yeah, let us know what you think about this. I found this fascinating. Like I, reading these That's chapters of this book, I was like, so, wow, this is really interesting. What was his solution for 10% more happiness? I haven't, I haven't finished the book yet. Um, I kind of want to know. He's on to Buddhism right now. Um, I like that, by the way. You like that? Uh, I very he actually, That's why I said you guys are kind of similar. He actually is subscribing to some of the, um, like the, the things of that. As he was looking back, he was like, it's not really a religion. It's kind of just like a way of thinking, apparently. Way of life. Which I was I'm, like, no one ever told me that. I always thought it was a religion. It is an, <laughs> actually, yeah, it's a way of, I, I very much prescribe to like the Buddhism, the Taoism, like that kind of stuff. Because it's not like, it's not nearly as like culty as a lot of culty. religion religions. I know um, it's going to sound so, disrespectful too. <laughs> But. So he's currently tackling that. And he's not, I don't, he honestly, he's not real. It's so far, it's one that he's kind of subscribed to, which is more kind of like basically just the meditation aspect of it is where he's at right now. So I'm like, I'm wondering if that's just going to be it. Like, actually, meditate. Like J. Cole said. <laughs> Literally. How they go um, about life, too, though, and view life and yes. view, uh, like, that kind of thing is. Uh, all those Eastern, like, Taoism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is I was going to say the Eastern religions. They're kind of, like, similar to a degree. Yeah. I I got to read. I think this book, I mean, it sounds interesting. You might want to cop up on this book. It's actually a pretty good read. It's, it's, it's very comical in times, too. Yeah. If you could incrementally improve your happiness by 10%, that's kind of a that's really a big, big jump. That's, yeah. a pre- that's a significant uh, year over year <laughs> growth, um, growth uh, projection that you're on right yeah. now. I'm not sure if you get 10% over the, uh, over each year, probably not, but just 10% 10 overall total. I'll take. Yeah. I would take that as well. From the baseline where we're at now. Yeah. I'm okay with that. What would you do with 10% more happiness? I don't know. I don't even know what 10% more happiness would look like, which I don't know what percentage I'm at right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? See, that's the thing. I would love to know what the, like if I could take a baseline happiness test to kind of like Mm -hmm. figure out what the, uh, like what's left. Right. I feel like that would be really, really interesting. Okay, like, give me that real quick. What do, what do you think you are in terms of happiness I don't know. level? I I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, because that's what I was trying to think. I was trying to think what my, like, what scaling right. up 10% would put me at, and I... Well, if we, if we want to tackle this from, like, a, <laughs> from a from a business perspective, like, if we're doing, like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like, you have kind of, like, the, the... Well, that's the thing, and I feel like everybody's, like, hierarchy. I think Maslow's is static, but I think everybody else's is kind of more subjective, right? I agree. So, I agree. I, I think like, you can, for e- for the subjective kind of individualistic hierarchies that you might have for your own person, I think you can fit it into his framework, though. I, I think, think it's so, pretty, too. It's all-encompassing, I think. Like, he touches on pretty much everything. Yeah. Um. So I think, you know, I have the baseline down of I have a food and a roof over my head. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have those type of things. So I think where everyone is kind of getting, not everyone, because some people are still trying to get the food and roof over the head. Yeah. Um, but where, you know, say a decent amount of people are is probably like the self-actualization kind of like tippy top um area but then again even if you're filling up those hierarchy of needs that doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy so then you're kind of like yeah maybe no. maybe my thing didn't work after all <laughs> i tried no, i think i think there's some i don't know i'd say maybe at a, like if i had to say 100 percent happiness is just like perfect life which i don't think is attainable anyway um, I think maybe somewhere in like the 65, 70% range. Like things are going pretty good. I can't, I can't really complain. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I feel like 60 is probably like 
a solid number. Pretty I reasonable, like right? Definitely, there's definitely there's room, room for improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like if I finish life at like eighty five, I, I think, think I'm pretty happy with that. Happy. I'm pretty yeah. happy with that as Nine, well. Ninety would be exceptional. Ninety five would be near impossible. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone reaches that. I think you have to get to levels of like, honestly, nah, what's the? Word? I'm not maybe not self indulgence, but kind of like. Ooh, Maybe self-indulgence <laughs> to a certain degree. Like these people who are very like yeah. obsessed with themselves to like the point of going too far. I think that's how you get so happy that you don't even care about what other people are thinking of you at that point. You're just kind of the own center of your yeah. universe, which I think is too far. <laughs> you got to reel it back in. But um, what this guy was talking about, and I think the overall kind of like thing that he's trying to figure out during this book um, is that 10% happiness for him is kind of uh he's kind of like a super stressed journalist you know living in this world of news and whatever right um and he's kind of trying to figure out how to um not be as stressed out and not be as kind of you know stressed really i i, I guess that's kind of it for him honestly which i think is yeah um i think everyone's more or less in that position respectable goal yeah, yeah right i think that's a goal that everyone has so i think if you're able to kind of peel off that layer like that's your 10 percent step up right there so yeah Good book. I'll put the link in the show notes of this episode um, if you guys yeah, want to check, check it out. that out. It's a good one. Um, but without further ado, I think that's the uh, the end of it for us. I think we can call it there. That was been the transition episode seventy four. That was a great episode. I enjoyed that's that a lot. lot. <laughs> the return. <laughs> the return. <laughs> that was good. Talked some Astro World shenanigans and talked about uh, Crystal People. I think that's uh, shout out to Crystal People. So, oh, don't don't way. try to bring the Crystal People back on no. board now. No, 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 no. I love you all, but I just think what you believe in is kind of insane. You'll eat fine. with them at the lunch table, but you just won't like hang out with them on a weekend. Yeah, they're, they're they're probably no. Like I would do that too. They're great people, <laughs> but it's just like I, you, I, I could just never like. I don't know. I gotta talk to Crystal People. I think you, I, you know do. what this is. This is one of those things where I just. It, it sounds so insane and it probably is, but I'm going to need to have somebody like have a sit down, man. There's no way a rock affects you. Like, <laughs> listen, but what I do believe in is the fact that you believing that the rock is helping you subconsciously probably affects you in a That's certain way. I mean. that you it's behave. A pl- so it's a, it's a, placebo. Oh okay. no, we just call the crystal people placebo effect. That's, that's not good. That's not so good. It's a placebo. Okay. No, you, you called the crystal <laughs> people a placebo. Listen, you use the words placebo. I just described it. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just defined placebo. <laughs> you just put the, the label on what I was saying. <laughs> it's the sort of so effect. By where... these rock. <laughs> Do you find these rock? Not to, we're gonna leave in a minute, but <laughs> no. Alex do, is is, is very you, interested in the crystal people. Um, <laughs> do you find do no, you find no, no, no. these rocks? I, you have to buy them. You, I think this sounded like a scam. I was gonna sir. say you're not gonna like this answer, but I think you can like buy them online from like people who are like you know. Oh kinda, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's kind of how it works. Like I don't think you find them like in okay. the forest or whatever. This is getting worse. Uh, yeah, I was okay. gonna say this is probably gonna turn you off only more. So. Yeah. yeah, you do have to buy the crystals. So you buy just just so we can get. All right, let's before we. Go, I was gonna say, can we just pull up a quick Google um, <laughs> of the crystal people? <laughs> I don't think that's what you said. Google <laughs> crystal people. He just types in <laughs> crystals price. <laughs> oh my god. 
So Crystal Price. I'm trying to like I think <laughs> let's let's end the podcast and we'll take this off wow. air. <laughs> oh, there's a beginner's oh guide. <laughs> there is. There's a book to kind of describe like these crystals. Um, and the different effects Bro, they get these at. are not cheap. No, they're not. I'm, I'm telling you. How do people afford these? I mean, listen, man. When you want it to have an effect on your life, you do what you got to do. Eight high vibration crystals for better and This is the kind of stuff. Like, that's... You see where I'm kind of... Like, that's the crystal kind of community. If that gives you kind of like a... Yeah. An idea. Okay. Like, it's that type of stuff, like, you know, to give you a different frequency or to kind of put you in a different place. Okay. Black obsidian. Yes. Obsidian quartz, that type of stuff. Like hundred dollars for a chunk of it's that not, stuff. It's yeah, not. It's not cheap. cheap. No, it's it. It is not cheap. I will say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Some people like to carry them around on their person as well, um, depending on how they're get feeling. A small piece. Yeah. I, I'm wearing out on, on a necklace stuff, as well as right. is, is also popular. Um, yeah. In this community. Okay. We're gonna get you on some crystal. I'm gonna send you a crystal for your for like Christmas. <laughs> I'm out on the crystal. Oh, no. We should just end the show while we were ahead. (laughs) Yeah. I would like to talk to somebody. Like, I would be so interested. I honestly, I'm going to have to, like, see if I can convince one of my friends who's into this type of stuff to, like, come on the show or something, because that would be amazing. Honestly, that could be a new thing that we do. We interview different people from these kind of, like, schools of thought. That would be kind of tough. So we could change our podcast to like scammer a week or something like that. <laughs> this that could be a new sc- oh why do you have to call it scam of the week scam of the oh, week <laughs> no it's not a scam it's just a way of thinking no 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 no. well we could do scam of the week and we could have like forex pyramids oh, we because oh, we know I, we we all know people that do I that i need too. a forex person on here i would love to talk yeah. to them because like they we, they we, don't respond to anything on any of their platforms like it's like if you question them no. of like wait how does this work they're gonna be like hey just dm me <laughs> yeah, literally and then they never they, they, never, they respond. never respond yeah um Oof. I'm yeah, gonna find a forex person and see if I can get them to talk. That's what I mean. We 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 have like seven different scams that we could like do for seven weeks. I row. mean, there's a lot out there. Honestly, I think there's more than seven. If you really want to dig into it, because it's like so many different. Like, oh no no, I'm just saying seven. Off the top of the head, the yeah. Like five fair episodes. Fair yeah, no, there's. I mean, they're endless. Yes, but yes, that's true. Yeah, and then that Snake and then we could salesman. definitely do away. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like a way of life podcast too. I would way like to like pod. you say, like the astrological, like the astrological people, the crystal people, <laughs> different religions would be interesting too. Yeah, <laughs> crystal people just keeps cracking me up. I don't know why. <laughs> oh god. Okay, that's been the transition episode seventy four. We're out of here. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on the transition underscore pod. Yeah, follow Alex. I don't know. Maybe Alex yeah. underscore Caprice. We might. We might be back next we, week. We, we, might, we not. might not. We know. might not be back. We might be canceled <laughs> after this episode. Um, we may never be and back. Fo- I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it just depends on what my crystal is telling me. And follow Dimitri at Forever dot Mugen. You're more condescending about the crystals. Listen, than I me. had Forever dot Mugen on Instagram. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Oh my.